0: Hey everybody. It's Dawn from Versations. Today's guest is Christina and she is on the show to talk about spirit guides and how to connect with them. I have been dying to do this episode, so I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So if you're ready, let's go. Welcome to another episode of Versations. Today we have Christina. Hi, Christina. Hey, Don. Thanks for having me today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this. So your topic that you are on the show for is to talk about spirit guides, which... I am so intrigued with the whole topic. So um, are you ready? (laughs) Of course.
1: I feel like I'm always ready. You could probably wake me up at one o'clock in the morning and be like, Christina, I have an urgent question about guides. And I'd be like, you do? Yes. That's awesome.
0: When did you realize that you um, had a connection with spirit guides or could help be kind of like a conduit for them?
1: Great question. You know, I was really sensitive as a young person to energies. And my expression for how I've connected with the other side has evolved as I've grown as a person. So initially, as a young person, I just sensed people's energies. I could feel when a spirit person was around. I didn't feel very comfortable with that, quite honestly. It made me really uncomfortable. And learning how to work through that, learning how to manage my sensitivity really is what led me on this lifelong quest to understand this whole other side of reality that we're, in this world, often very disconnected from, yet it's the primary influencer in our lives, that sense of soul purpose and direction and energy. All of that's the undercurrent for everything, but we're not talking about it enough, so as a young person, I kind of evolved. Initially, my sense of connection was just, you know, talking about energy and people. Mm -hmm. And then I began to understand what, who was I talking to and what was this about? And then I came to know that not only did we have this benevolent, loving force that was surrounding us and helping us all the time, but that these had these beings had names, and they had, you know, their own unique energy and vibration, and that was kind of the beginning of this awakening to connecting with spirit, and also, you know, those on the other side too.
0: Right. What What's the purpose of a spirit guide, like as opposed to an mm-hmm. angel, or what? Why Why them?
1: Um, our spirit guides are they have different roles depending on what type of spirit guide they are predominantly, let's talk about our primary spirit guide, because those are the ones that when people say, I want to connect with my guide, that's usually who they mean they want to connect with is their primary guide. So their primary guide is that person on the other side, that evolved spiritual being who you connect with before you come into this incarnation. So when you sit down and you write out what your goals are, what you really want to focus on, how you want to grow, how you want to develop, what kind of change you'd like to see in this lifetime you find a being that is going to match with that, where they have mastered that specifically and they have the right vibrational match and energy to support you. They have the right (laughs) teaching style and energy flow where there's a a perfect connection. Perfect connection is probably the best way I can say it. We can try and isolate that in all different ways, but it really comes down to there's a perfect connection. And then from there, your spirit guide is helping you to be authentic with those things, the contract that you made before you came in here, they're helping us when we're getting stuck. They're, you know, reminding us of who we truly are instead of just human beings that we are so much more. So they're reminding us when we get stuck and we go, I can't do this. You've got to be kidding me, right?" right? They're helping us, you know, See where our obstacles are and our challenges and our patterns, and move through those and move past those. They're very direct in their type of, you know, practical life guidance, but also spiritual guidance. So, angelic beings are really helping to fulfill the entire master plan. You know, so they are directly connected with the divine and whatever word and form you want to use for that. So, they're kind of overseeing all of that whereas your guides are really specific to you they are with you throughout before your birth to after your life and supporting you throughout that entire process so they are assigned directly to help you during your whole incarnation
0: that's so interesting that's what i was going to ask if they're with you your whole life so how how do you communicate with them? I think that's obviously what everybody wants to know, you know, as to how you get in touch with them and how do you know that they're receiving your message and that they hear you? Yes. You know, I think
1: the biggest thing for people when you're first starting out is to just, because it seems a little far-fetched for a lot of people who haven't had a direct experience. They haven't had mm-hmm. that big aha moment in their life where they've, been like, wow, that was spirit. I know it was. I feel it in my bones and my cells and my essence right. of being that there was something magic that happened there. It's hard to make that leap to say, there is this benevolent guiding force that's helping you that we call a spirit guide. And it has a name and you know personality right. and so forth. So the beginning part is just opening to the possibility of saying, I believe in my heart of hearts and I know in my essence and being that I'm guided by a benevolent force. And it's not immediately important what I call that force. I could just say, you know, I'm being I'm being guided and I want to tap into that sense of guidance and start there. And then that will eventually build on itself where you begin to— when you're looking, when you're open and receptive to things, you begin to notice the signs and you begin to notice the synchronicities. You begin to feel your own intuitive senses, so whether you are more of an empath, which a lot of people are, or whether you are more clairvoyant or clairaudient or claircognizant, whatever way naturally intuitive information comes to you, you'll begin to recognize that. And through recognizing, then you begin to participate more. But I think the biggest thing that people forget is how important just learning to recognize the messages that you're already getting your guide is already talking to you you don't have to you know jump and do leaps and bounds it's like (laughs) what is what is the messages that are coming through right now what are the things that you're ignoring that are maybe inconvenient truths that you don't want to deal with you know those are always big things that when i do intuitive coaching with people that you know If you guide them into that in between space, automatically it pops up. If somebody feels blocked, it's often because they don't want to hear consciously what they're being told. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, our guides are always just giving us what we can handle a little bit at a time. And instead of giving us the big picture and giving us the full plan and the vision board for this life, they're often giving us direct guidance about go left, go right. Take time to breathe. <laughs> Get off your mm-hmm. phone. <laughs> you know, yeah, spend time. Really. Spend
0: time with your family, right? Yeah. Well, and I feel like we are such control freaks too. So mm-hmm. to think, let let loose like that and just be like, okay, go ahead and guide me. We have a hard time doing that. But at the same time, we want somebody else to take the reins. It's like, I don't want to do this. You do it. Somebody help me. I don't know what I'm yeah. doing, you know? So it's just such a fine line that we walk on.
1: Mm-hmm. But, I, but when you do it, like if you just set it up as an experiment, because I am... I'm like Enneagram 5. I'm like an analyst. I'm a thinker. I need to know all the like behind the scenes kind of stuff. Like how does it work? Right. (laughs) You know, and so setting things up like an experiment, like let me just suspend my disbelief for three weeks. For three weeks, I'm going to totally tune in. I'm going to, you know, commit to you know, asking myself the deeper questions about, do I feel like I'm on the right track in this part of my life? And I'm just going to follow the feelings, the little inclinations that I get at a time. And then, you know, use that as an experiment of how did that feel on a deeper level? Like, what was that like for you? And I guarantee that it's much more pleasant and peaceful than you know the disjointed way that we're often living where we're just kind of plugging along. And I love how you were talking about being control freaks because (laughs) you know we are control freaks and we have to practice surrendering and we have to practice being open to that guidance. And in the end, we always have the choice of whether to listen to our guides or not. We can choose that easier path. We can choose, you know, also what feels in alignment with us, whether or not we still need to learn that lesson and go a little bit of a different direction. Great. You know, we have we have the ability to do that. And, you know, our, our guides aren't ever going to get mad at us. They don't have that same kind of ego. So it's okay for us to, you know, follow what we need to do. But in the end, practice
0: surrendering makes a big difference. Are we... um supposed to ask them for signs or symbols like how people do for angels? Some people do and
1: you know feel like they have a certain language specifically with their guides. But I think the the big thing is really to recognize that signs and symbols are limited in many ways. You know, there's okay, I say I'm receiving black feathers and so black feathers becomes my symbol for courage mm. or strength or whatever it happens to be between you and your guides it doesn't necessarily tell you, well, courage about what? Maybe it comes out of the blue and you're like, where do I need to have courage? What does this mean? So I think in the long run, it's really about developing all of your intuitive senses, practicing a lot and learning how to go beyond just the signs and go beyond the symbols to get more details. Because when I'm teaching... Into a de- development, I describe it as spirit is giving you, when you're connected with them, a package. It's like a gift. And you're unwrapping all of the layers of mm-hmm. what it means. So being able to sense like, okay, I feel uneasy in my body today. Mm-hmm. Then the next question is, well, why do I feel uneasy in my body? And for a lot of people, it helps them to you know, ask more questions so that you get yes or no's. So you might, as you're tuning into your body, do I feel uneasy about something that I have planned for today? And if I get a yes on that, I might be like, is it um, how I'm planning to do it or is this not the right time? And really dive deeper into that. But the more you practice getting that, you know, depth of information, the whole package versus just like the, quick picture, that's when you start to get like the big, huge evolutionary leaps in your life where we've all seen those people, I'm sure Dawn, you know who I'm talking about, where like one couple years ago, they were like plugging along and just kind of doing this thing. And then like five years later, suddenly they're on this whole master track, completely different, like totally right. different energy. It's like, who is this person? <laughs> who <did laughs> you, become? you know, and our guides can help us to accelerate and, you know, dive deeper into owning who we truly are, our own unique path, instead of like modeling after other people and trying to find success from other people's paths.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's so easy to do anymore with, because we're so, um we other people's information is so accessible to us you know through social media and all that you just see everybody and see everybody's lives whereas mm-hmm. you were never gained that permission before the uh, yes. the internet so it's just really interesting how do you know if, if it's your intuition or your spirit guide like how do you know which voice is who
1: <laughs> yes this is a good one cuz you know anxiety can also be really confusing for people because they're wondering like, are these my anxious feelings and my anxious thoughts? Or is this is really legitimately, do I need to pay more attention to things? I think that the biggest tell is often those times where the logic goes against what you're feeling and what you're sensing. And what you're sensing is so strong that you just can't ignore it you know those are the places where we can really begin to see spirit and identify that so maybe you feel like i need to make this investment in myself and i don't know why it doesn't make sense to me why there's no logical plan that i have for it but something inside is saying i need to do this for myself Mm-hmm. and you know completely against what our brain and and maybe if you've got a plan <laughs> what your plan is right but some, something says i i need this and it's going to be okay if i just step forward in this faith i know that it's going to be okay and lo and behold on those times where we step forward in that bridge and we listen we Begin to start identifying the times where you know that is truly spirit speaking to us. Where it's saying, "Listen, you got to break out of your fear." You know, our brains, mm-hmm. our ego is so afraid. This is a scary, scary place for our minds to be. But our spirit is completely at peace. It's completely untouched by all of these little stresses that we have. It's just yeah. looking at life in a totally different perspective, a different way of being and cherishing every moment. And the more that we just learn how to, you know, listen to the intuition in your own unique voice, the more it becomes louder for you. You know, as you focus on the subtle energies, you start to hear it. So we play Again, this is kind of a silly example, <laughs> but we <laughs> we play a game in our household called poke buggy. Now, a lot of people would probably recognize that by punch buggy, but we have a zealous uh, young boy who likes <laughs> to punch hard. So we adapted it into poke buggy.
0: That's and
1: funny. we love to play. You should see we get so silly with it, but we love. And when you're looking for poke buggies, you'll see them. You know, even when you're like just driving down the road, you know, way down in the Goodwill parking lot, you'll see that one poke buggy and just feel the excitement and the enthusiasm of, yes, I see one, and get to poke everybody in the car. And that's how it is when we start to listen to that voice and we start to connect with it, it gets louder. It gets stronger and we start to feel that resonance of like, this is actually true for me. And we learn what our truth is. And that is where we start to make big progress because we get out of that fear zone and the like, is it my intuition? Is it my anxiety? Am I just completely making this up? Because it Mm -hmm. becomes more of a tangible feeling and you're more in tune with how your body responds to things. Our body is incredibly intuitive and it's a great place for people to start how do you feel like your intuition really expresses itself now
0: um like a gut instinct kind of thing Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. usually i feel it in my gut if something doesn't you know or or if i walk into a room i can kind of sense if it's there's a weird energy like maybe there's somebody that's in that room that's bickering or something i feel like i can pick up on that um I've always been able to do that, but I don't really consider it like a psychic, intuitive kind of thing. It's just more—I just a vibe I get whenever I'm in certain situations where I feel like something's off. It usually is in my gut, though.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's so. What's funny from what you said is that it's so natural for you that you don't consider it to be like this psychic ability or this, you know, in extra information that you're getting, but yet it is. You know, it's mm-hmm. so natural that you're thinking, I, I would wonder if maybe there's a limiting belief like, all psychic stuff has to be hard, <laughs> or it has that to could like, be. look this certain way, or it has to be like, it has to, um, you know, come down from the sky and speak to me directly in a booming voice, you know? Right. It's those, it's those subtle energies, like you were describing, claircognizance, that's your gut instinct, it's literally connected with your solar plexus chakra and your stomach, and that makes you a really great judge of character. You're going to be that person that sort of knows, you know, right off the bat when you're at the party or when you're meeting someone like are is what they're saying necessarily matching with who they truly are and have more of a sense of that. Do you notice that you feel like you're a pretty good judge of character?
0: Yeah, but it has made me feel that I am judgmental. That's how it's made me feel. It's like I've considered it more as a curse than a blessing. But when I meet somebody and I don't get a, a good, like I think what they're saying doesn't feel like it's matching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I feel like that's me judging, me mm-hmm. not giving them a fair shake. So that's what I've always attributed it as.
1: You know, I want to respond to that too. There's a couple of things there. You know, I think we get into this, Mind mess (laughs) of like you know, am I being judgmental? Am I being unkind? Am I being insensitive to this person? You know, judge. When I think of judgmentalness, I think of condemnation, Mm -hmm. and usually when. From what you're describing, when I'm meeting somebody and I feel like something's not matching or that person isn't for me, like it's not the right connection, it's usually not a condemnation of that person. person. It's usually right. just saying, you know, this, I can tell clearly this isn't the right energy for me. I don't really need to know why. It doesn't mean that they're a bad person, it doesn't make me a bad person. It just means I have the information that I need around this situation. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if there's a way to, change that thought of, you know, changing from discern, uh, from judgment to discernment.
0: Yeah. Like start questioning more why I'm thinking what I'm thinking instead of me thinking it's something bad about myself, judging them. Yeah.
1: You know, saying something like, you know, I, I receiving the information, what I do with it is mine. I'm not condemning that particular person for whatever, however they're presenting themselves, I'm just, you know, making a choice for me as to whether I prefer to be in that energy. Hmm. I prefer to be, you know, around that type of person that makes me, f- that I feel in response, um, not quite myself or a little off-centered or like something's not quite right. And I can't yeah, let my guard Yeah, something doesn't down. add up. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I feel like too, though, anytime I have felt that way about somebody and I've questioned them, like, are you okay? I, mm-hmm. I feel like you're not. And then they say, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm, that's not what I'm picking up. But if you're saying you're fine, then then I start discounting my judgment and thinking, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, they said they're fine. So they must be fine. <laughs> yes, it's, it's a mind game for sure.
1: That happens to so many people. You are not alone. I mean, just look at people's social media feeds. I mean, how many right. people are having full breakdowns? <laughs> and like their feed looks like, look at my European vacation today. <laughs> and look at my sweet kitty. And then like as soon as yes. they post, they're like, oh my God. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So true. It's it's interesting just being observant of people, but... um, you know, I, like I said, I, I feel it, but I don't know mm-hmm. that I necessarily am feeling correctly. So I've never attributed it to being a gift or any type of anything. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's not how how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think just acknowledging that
1: some you're picking up something there. Something is there because normally you wouldn't walk into a room and connect with somebody and have that same feeling. That's just not something normally that, you know, is coming up. So there's Mm -hmm. something that you're reading in the situation, whether it's the energy, whether it's the body language. And maybe they don't want to be vulnerable and they don't want to share, but that doesn't make you wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, okay, maybe they're just not wanting to share right now. In this particular right. space. But the more that you trust that and you just trust your own instinct rather than trusting what your mind is telling you or what that person is telling you, mm-hmm. the more you start to really make progress. Because there's lots of reasons that people would say, Oh no, I'm fine. You know, maybe they don't feel comfortable, you know, sharing right. that their marriage is falling apart or their child is having mental health issues or things are happening that they're feel really out of control with, or maybe they just want to come to the party and relax you know
0: yeah get away so when you um surrendered to the fact that you knew you had all these abilities and were super um, sensitive to energies and things do you feel like now it is just keeps developing and getting stronger and stronger all the time a hundred percent
1: you know I'm a professional Psychic medium and an intuition teacher. So that is what I do full- time. I've been doing it for I don't know fifteen years or so. Wow. And um the more that you listen to that voice, the more it becomes booming and the more it becomes loud. And I hear that before I hear the other stuff, you know, so it's like before I walk into the room, I'm feeling energy and aware of. Of what's happening or you know before when i wake up in the morning i kind of have a sense for how things are going to go it's like it becomes the dominant voice when you pay attention to it a lot and i found that that has given me more of a sense of peace in my life more of a sense of you know success in the way that i define it Mm -hmm. Um, and more of an openness now i am also that type of person i should say this that when I get started with something, I wanna know all the things. I wanna really yeah. learn. I wanna develop. It's like I'm not content to just go, how does my body feel? It's like I wanna to talk to my guides. I want us to have a back and forth chat. I wanna yeah. do all those things. And so um, you know, I've done a lot of development and intentional development work and you know, training specifically around intuition, around mediumship to help me to get to that point where i'm able to do those things but you know everything's on a spectrum and wherever people start from the more that you practice the more that you're just going to get better and better and better every single time you just have to every time you you sit down to tune in or you sit down to connect or you ask yourself those important questions every time you do it you're better for that and you'll just continue to grow and then if you want to take it to the next level you know having extra support in doing that from people who have experience does really make a difference but there's a lot of development that you can do on your
0: own too is the uh, spirit guide there to make sure you you attain the, whatever goal ever you're here is that their job is to get you to the goal
1: Ultimately, yes. You know, they we have our own free will. So we have a lot of, um, you know, variation in how we can do that in the path. Our guides are helping us to, you know, do that to the highest and best to hold us accountable to those contracts that we have with other people. Um, they are supporting us to make sure we don't miss windows of big growth and big opportunities and transformation. In our lives. Now, they can't force us to do anything, right. but they can certainly give us aha moments when we need them. They can certainly, um, you know, support certain circumstances in Opening the way or closing the way. So we start to get more (laughs) messages when we're really off track. Right, Um, right. So they can influence us, I say, but ultimately, you know, we have to walk the path. And, you know, they are serious about helping us to do that. You know, this, we are their full time job constantly. And so they take that spiritual commitment to our growth very seriously and are always trying to help us along the way to achieve those goals and a lot of times what happens is that as souls we get ambitious and we set out this big plan for ourselves and you know it's going to do all this and then we forget oh gosh we have emotional needs too (laughs) and sometimes Mm -hmm. this stuff is really hard And so our guides help us through those times when we are really struggling and in despair. We have joy guides who can help us to lift our spirits, to find amusement and play and remember our inner child and awaken to the joyful aspects of our nature. So we mm-hmm. have a lot of support and most of it is happening behind the scenes. But when you do open up more and more, you can call in support that you feel like you need like your joy guides. Say like, "Oh, this period of my life is heavy and I'm struggling. I'm struggling to be, you know, feel my heart in these moments where it's just crushing pain." And Mm -hmm. our guides can, you know, draw us out and just remind us that there is beauty here and that we're going to make it, you know, on the other side of this mountain that we're going to get there. But, you know, that work has a
0: payoff in the end. And there's a reason that we said, I'm going to do this this time. Mm -hmm. So what is a common misconception that people have about psychics that you like to debunk as often as you can?
1: (laughs) That we're tuning in all the time to the everywhere we go, you know, we're talking to your grandmother
0: while we're in line
1: <laughs> at the grocery store or things like that. You know, sometimes I'm just at Walmart, right? And I'm Just trying right. to get in, trying to get out. I'm probably less tuned in in Walmart as much as I can because I'm just trying to like, <laughs> you know, be in my own bubble.
0: But right, I think people right. sometimes
1: feel a little intimidated by it or like we're going to see something that they wouldn't want us want to show us just in casual conversation and most psychic mediums self included have a strong sense of ethics and a strong sense of spiritual propriety that I'm not going to tune in and you know start going through your deepest darkest secrets and shames and pain and all that stuff that's not my my goal and my purpose and i'm certainly not going to violate your boundaries in that way. and right. you know my goal is to be a support for spirit to be able to communicate directly to you. we just bought a car the other day and the guy who was doing our financing paperwork he was like, you know, well, you're not going to tell me things about my sister, are you? and i was like,
0: no, i'm just trying to buy a car. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's fun. Well, like you're always on all the time. Like they think that you just Mm -hmm. are trying to read everybody all the time. That's funny. Well, I think, yeah, that's just insecurity in people for sure. So when people Mm -hmm. come and see you for your guidance, are they, do they all, are they all at a point where they just feel stuck? Is that when they come to you is they just feel like they're getting blocks everywhere they go?
1: Gosh, it's so many reasons. I think that that's a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times people are coming because they're in a time of healing in some way in their life or they're sensing that they're in a time of transformation and they really want to move forward. They want to learn how to look at things in a different way from spirit's perspective so that they can move forward in a positive way. Um, Sometimes people are in a place where they want to connect with their loved ones on the other side because they need closure or just reassurance mm-hmm. that that person is is there and, you know, still in a relationship with them and witnessing the things that are happening. Right. Um, it's It's totally different, you know, why people come. But I think blockage, like you were describing, is definitely one. people have the sense that I need an outside perspective on this. I'm too heavy into it. And this is an important decision or an important direction that I'm making. And I just need an outside perspective, not somebody who's going to make it for me, but somebody who's going to give me the information about how things might play out. And I think that's a big one.
0: So, do you see other people's spirit guides? Like, are you able to introduce them to each other? Or, I mean, like, if they have questions about, I don't, I don't think I have a spirit guide. Or, do you see them? Do you talk to them? Yes, if you're
1: alive and breathing, you have not just one; <laughs> you have multiple spirit guides. But um, yes, I do see them. They really present in many different forms. So you have guides that, you know, will present sometimes with certain um, cultural clothing or things that help you, you know, appearance that, you know, they have some sort of cultural connection or cultural background. Um, they usually have, like, symbols that they bring with them, ways that people can connect. So if, if you say, okay, your guide's name is Daniel – that may be hard for people like abstract to just walk around and be like, "Well, hey Daniel, how are you?" Although <laughs> that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. But it might right. be like, "Okay, when you're meditating, you know, you might want to meditate or focus on asking that person to join you and support you in the process and start there." But yes, I do see them. They come in all different shapes, sizes, forms. Um I think people are surprised to know that spirit guides do have a form of personality. They have to be humanized um, to a certain degree in order to work with us. You know, we want that because they need to be able to understand what we're going through and right. relate, relate to us. Yeah. If they, too, <laughs> if they were too cold and too AI, you know, boy, that'd be scary. So we don't right. have that, unfortunately.
0: Oh my gosh. So interesting. So, so tell people how they can find you if they, well, you have a podcast. I do. Thank you. A
1: Modern Life and Spirit podcast. So we do a weekly um, teaching about spirit. We talk about, you know, how to live and integrate your Modern life with spiritual principles, how to connect with your spirit guides and develop your intuition to higher levels and how to, you know, live a fulfilling, elevated life with all of that as a resource and a support. So Modern Life and Spirit podcast, we release every Wednesday. And also people can find me at my website, SedonaMedium.com.
0: Awesome. I have enjoyed this so much and I learned so much. It's just you have such a peaceful energy. You know, you just seem at peace. So that's got to have a lot to do with the fact that you um, have surrendered and let spirit just guide you along the way, which is pretty cool.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate that. It's something that we all, I think, eventually we all get there. You can never miss the boat on finding that sense of inner peace and connectedness you know that's the journey that we're all on it may take us many lifetimes to get there but inevitably we're all you know reaching for this place of deeper connection with our authentic self and Mm -hmm. i just want to say thank you for having me i've loved this just conversation style and going back and forth and your questions and your openness to sharing some of your experiences so thank
0: you so much for just creating this beautiful forum for me to be a part of today oh my gosh you're welcome it was just Perfect. So, thank you so much, and we will definitely be in touch. All right. Thank you, Don. Thank you. Today. You too. Bye bye.